Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Speak to Matt Turner, CEO of Rockhaven Resources. They're a junior explorer listed on the TSX. Uh, we discuss their business plan and we eventually get out of them what they intend to do. They've got about 2.5 million of cash now and we discuss their capital requirements for next year. And the plan seems to be drill, drill, drill. Enjoy the podcast. Hey Matt, how are you, sir? I'm doing really well, Matt. Nice to see you. Oh, got a d- double mat. That's, uh, that's, that's dangerous. Exactly. It's going to get yeah. confusing. Name. It's going to get confusing. At least I won't forget your name, right? Um, so where's, where are you today? I'm in uh, Vancouver, Canada. Vancouver, Canada. At home, At home being a good boy. Excellent. Well, you're going exactly. <laughs> to tell us about Rockhaven Resources today, which is a very early stage explorer so why don't you kick off and give us that one minute overview and we'll pick it up from there yeah okay so um rock haven is uh it's actually not too early stage we've uh we've you could basically call us an advanced stage explorer actually um we've uh focused on our flagship plaza gold silver project uh now for about 10 years um we uh we've done well over that time uh, we've identified about 1.2 million ounces of gold and another 28 million ounces of silver since we uh, since we started on the project. And um, on a gold equivalent, there's also some lead and zinc in the uh, deposit as well. If you put it all together, account for metallurgical recoveries, um, you're looking at about 1.62 million ounces of gold equivalent and about five grams of gold equivalent. So it's a, it's a pretty nice deposit. Also, um, we own the project 100%. There's no royalties on the mineral resources, which uh, again is very important. And um, we've uh, we've done a really good job moving the project forward with uh, with help from the local First Nation, the support from the local First Nation, and the uh, the uh, the residents of the local nearby town um, of Carmax up in the Yukon. So it's uh, it's progressed well over the last ten years. We've you know obviously brought this project along in some pretty rough waters, right, uh, in the uh, in the markets. But, uh, you know, we've always seemed to manage to raise money, even in the in the real hard times, and uh, always managed to get to get crews out and, and doing uh, good exploration work. Okay, so I mean, I was looking at the share, the market cap is around 18 million Canadian. Uh, shares of, you know, you, you kind of, you've, you, relatively flat there's a few, bit of volatility in there but it relatively kind of flat for for a while now so you, uh, tell me a little bit for, about the numbers first so how much money have you raised in total so far well i guess for uh for the company it came into our stable in 07 um we had another project that we were focusing on at the time um Basically, after the 08 crash, we uh, we decided to kind of change gears and look for uh, high-grade road accessible projects. Um, so we picked up three. Uh, Clasa was really the first one we took a good look at, and um, that was in 2010. And um, since that time, we've put in about $34 million when you look at exploration plus acquisition costs. Right. So, you know, effectively, it's been about, say, since since... Since we started running Rockhaven about 12, 13 years ago, we've raised effectively about 40 million bucks or so. Right. Okay. Um, 
I think what's going to be important for me to um, do to understand this is to, because again, if I look at your PowerPoint, it's very technical. I'm not sure a lot of retail or family office or high net worth could interpret it, to could understand it to the extent that you would probably want them to. Um, and looking at you know, your market cap is half of what you've put in the ground just on this project, right? Yeah. I need to go. I need to think. I need to work out what's going on up here with you. What What is the big plan? What do you? It's ten plus ten years is a long time, right? Ten years is a long time. Ten years is a long time, right? Oh, and yeah. I appreciate, yeah. you know, things happen along the way in the markets, etc. But ten years is a long time. So, you know, I, I want to help people who perhaps have heard the story or been with the story a long time might be a bit jaded, and more importantly for you, some new people coming into it is like. Is there a plan? Is there a kind of fresh impetus to this? You know, what are you going to do? So what did you set out to do? How have things changed? And what are you now focused on delivering? So I guess when we uh, when we got onto the property, quite frankly, we weren't expecting to find anything this big. We were going into a kind of, a, it was an old gold camp, more or less forgotten. People kind of thought it had been fully picked over. And um, we went on to the other side of the camp where most of the exploration had been conducted since basically the late 30s, early 40s. Um, and we found basically five, six times more gold than what any of the old timers had found on the other part of the, of the, uh, of the, of the camp of the system. So um, we, uh, you know, so, so we've already exceeded expectations on what we, on what we, thought we'd find. And as we've kind of uh, looked out past the main area of mineralization that we've identified over the past 10 years, uh, we see other targets that look really good. So really, I think, you know, it's it's all a matter of kind of finding more and, um, and, and you know, almost hitting a kind of a critical mass. What is that going to be? Okay, we're already, you know, kind of honing in on 2 million ounces. Is it two and a half? Is it three? I don't know. We're gonna kind of have to see what comes up. I, I'm really hoping that some of these targets deliver, you know, another million to two million ounces. So we're we're playing more in the kind of three to four to five million ounce range. So, um, so that's I think in our mind that's going to be the kind of the main path forward. Is we're already at a pretty nice number for total resources. Let's see if we can you know keep keep getting that bigger to really get the uh, the bigger players interested in it because again you know we're uh we're explorers you can even like you said from our powerpoint it's uh we're a real technical savvy group we we're really good at finding gold we're not miners though so that's that's kind of the end the end game for us is to is to sell this to a to a miner and uh again make the project good enough to be to be sold and to to really become a a, a strong mine okay so that's that helps me so you're saying we're, we're explorers we're not miners. Are you developers as well? Um, well, we've got to, you know, someone put our developers hat on uh, while we explore it, right? You've got to, you got to know what, what, where the focus needs to be, uh, where the most economic ounces obviously need to be, and um, so you know, I think we've got a, a strong enough skill set in our group to, to, to do that. Um, but at the end of the day. When it comes to actually mining, uh, no, we—that's definitely not our skill set. We're not—we're not the act, you know, the, the actual group that'll go and, and put this into production. 
um, we'll you know move it as far along as we as we need to. Um, our group, for what it's worth, has been uh, doing mineral exploration uh, in mainly in the Yukon, but more or less across kind of central and or, uh, western and, and, and northern Canada for over 50 years. And the guys that have been in the group for you know about that much time, say 35, 40 years. They uh, they've said now for a number of years this had all this would have already been sold to a to a miner in um, you know in 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 most markets but just the market we've been in for for so long but things seem to be changing out there so uh, so let's hope uh, they, they they are for for certain types of companies and that's what I'm trying to help people understand you know who who you are and, you know what they would be buying into okay so you, you've had a product quite an interesting thread there which is you know skill set so you, you you are explorers but where does the commercial and financial nous come from because like I say it's a very technical document you're talking very technical I've listened to com, you know presentations you've done it's very technical but who in the team is gonna deliver the kind of commercial component to this. Who is there to structure and financial elements to this? Because that's, I think, important. Yeah, I would say it's, uh, we lean on, we've got a number of engineers in our in our stable here that we lean on for that kind of, uh, for that kind of expertise. Um, also through uh, just some of the engineering consulting groups out there for the, for the, for the you know, for the real, uh, the mining side. On the financial side, again, it's, um, you know, we, uh, you know, you haven't seen us raise the big 10 to 75, $100 million financings, right? And, um, you know, that might be the next step forward for this, for this, for this company is to, is to get to that point. Um, again, it's been tough markets to navigate through, right? And, uh, and hopefully, hopefully at some point soon, we'll be able to, to, Get the story to that point where we can start attracting those kind of dollars which you know i think we're i think we're close but uh but um just it just seems like we're not there yet with uh, again with the current market situations yeah current but you've been at this 10 years right so it's it's current last two months have been the last two months and it's not good but you know so I, some of the skills that i would look for in a management team would be obviously technical clearly paramount Given the field you're in, right? Um, but the, the 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 commercial component, which is about how you structure uh, transactions, how you structure the the, the financing uh, of money that does come in, you know, how much do you raise, you know, what type of money can you hope to attract? Can you bring? Should you be considering things like farmouts, farmers, JVs, and all of those sorts of wonderful options that I know you know are, are available to you? Um, but the other component is communication, right? So I know we're talking on screen now, but again, looking at what you've done today, it's it is very very technical. And I just wonder if it's you kind of you're very skewed towards this technical um, capability, and and it's difficult. And I do know it's difficult for small companies with not a lot of cash to pay for all the skill sets that you need in under one roof. Okay, so that people understand that, forgive that, but. I would. I want to get an idea from you about what that timeline looks like for you to grow this business. So, are you saying to me, we are going to raise a big chunk of change now because I think we're at that point where we can, if the market understands what we're trying to do. In which case, what are you saying to them that you want to do, and is anyone listening? 
Yeah, and that's kind of been the problem over the last number of years is no one's been listening and we've been kind of stuck in this eight to 17 cent raise or range for share price. So how do you go out and raise the 10 to 20, to $30 million at those prices, right? So, so you know, you know, part of it is probably, um, probably a stronger marketing presence, right? That, that, that might be part of it. Um, just a, another part of it again is, you know, a, a market that's really, you know, cares about the story and fingers crossed, I think that's what we're going into. So, and, you know, for, for high grade road accessible plus 1 million ounce gold deposits in stable jurisdictions, there's not many out there. Why do you say there's not that many out there? Because it seems like, you know, and I, I'm, I don't make big tough on you here, but yours is a story that I hear a lot. I hear it often. And for me, it makes it hard to cut through the white noise and decipher which one do I pick if you're all saying the same thing, right? And give or take, the asset is roughly of a certain size. So you said you you selected this because, you know, for the criteria that you've got, why did you select it on this basis, you know, that you did? Sorry, select the select. Well, you uh, you you identified this, right. yeah. You identified this asset, and you said, oh, "I'm going to go after, you know, road okay, accessible, yeah, yeah, yeah. etc." So, why do you think? Why did you think that was important? Yeah, like we, I think. And why does no one care? Right, like for us, yeah. Like we we, first of all, we built this up from zero ounces, so it's one of those deposits where a group didn't come in and acquire it. We came in, and effectively there was no ounces, and we we've made the discoveries and built it up, right? Um, so part of that, through that whole process over that 10 years, we've realized just how hard it is to do that, right? And how hard it is to do it again. So <clears throat> when it comes back to, um, you know, moving this forward, let's say for a, for a joint venture, not really, you know, not really of interest to us because again, we, we own the project 100%. There's no royalties on the resources. Um, we kind of want to keep this as clean as possible for, you know, hopefully an eventual takeover whenever whenever that'll be. But what is that point? Because like I say, have you got a clear view in your mind of where you've got to get to? Where's the where's the stake in the sand go? And you say, right, this is the this is the optimum point given our skill set that we want to bring someone in. Yeah. And how close are you to that? Well, what is that point? First of all, let's talk. I think about. we're yeah. I think we are very close to that because again, I think we're uh, you know maybe we're not at a total critical mass yet. When we started ten years ago, everybody was saying if you get to a million ounces, this will be prime for a takeover. Yeah. And then you know over the over the decade, the uh, you know the the goalposts yeah. have, have moved right. So um, um, yeah, when is that time? Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. It's 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 again. We're going to have to see kind of what you know what plays out over, especially the next couple of months with with the gold price, with the markets. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's going to be it's going to be you know that 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 the answer to that question is it's a tough one, right? But but what's because your expectation? Again, you say like the gold market's moving. Gold producers are producing more ca more margin, more cash, which is obviously great. Uh, and invariably, when they get to a certain point where they feel a little bit comfortable, they start splashing the cash. 
and acquiring ounces in the ground, right? That that does happen. Yeah. Yeah. But what's your view on how you're going to benefit? Where where do you insert yourself into that process? How do you monetize this? Yeah, I'd say just keep uh, just keep moving our project forward as best we can to continue to de-risk it, whether that's through, um, you know, more exploration. In my opinion, that's, that's where the real key is where you're, you know, you've got some amazing targets, mm. priority one targets that are literally within a couple kilometers of your million ounces and targets that you own already. You don't have to go out and acquire these things that, you know, might be in the middle of nowhere, right? These are effectively going to be, within a couple of kilometers of, you know, the, the, the future mill site for, for the deposit. So um, that's where I think the, the, the big value is going to be on this project is to, I think, you know, twofold get out to the market that, you know, this project's out there, um, that it's a good project and, uh, and actually go out and make, uh, you know, make new discoveries to, to keep building up the ounces. Do you think this is kind of like the, 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 the kind of, I'm looking, again, talking about the share price, do you think it's the curse of the single asset model, the single asset company? Yeah, and some people have asked me that, you know, would you ever consider go out and, and purchase something else? And the real easy answer is no. Again, if you've got, you know, a large enough claim package as we have 287 square kilometers, and a lot of those claims we've, we've, we've purchased over the last, say, five to seven years of as we've started to understand the mineralizing system. Um, and then to actually, you know, build up whether they're soil geochemical targets, uh, prospecting discoveries, um, uh, geophysical targets that are, again, are in close proximity to the million ounces you already own. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with, uh, with just having that single asset. I, I wouldn't want to kind of uh, lose focus by picking up something else. Okay. Um, can I ask, uh, your, how many shares do you have in, in management? Uh, about a million shares personally. Um, the insiders though, we own a fair chunk in, in total about, uh, I think it's about 15 million shares. Um, and then Strategic Metals are effectively our parent company owns about 34 percent how did they come involved how did they get involved with the deal they, um well they um they didn't uh, form the company but they provided the initial uh, projects that started that started the company out um in our office and um and then they've actually done they put in about uh probably about 12 million bucks or so into the company wow uh, since probably 2000 2013 so they've been big supporters of uh of of the project actually the um the ceo of strategic he he actually uh was the project manager for chevron who owned the Claza project back in the 80s and so he always liked what he saw there funny enough for chevron minerals back then their um their minimum threshold was uh, 10,000 tons at 0.1 ounce and they didn't see it at Claza at the time and uh, now you know lo and behold we're at just over 10 million tons at just over 0.1 ounce so it's kind of funny how it's uh, how it's 
Oh, it's progressed. They should have hung around. Um, how much cash have you got today? Uh, about 2.5 million bucks in the bank. So um, right. we raised about 4, 4.6 million in uh, 2019. So we're, uh, we're kind of just, you know, waiting to see what happens with, uh, you know, with the, uh, with the doability of, uh, of exploration this year. It's deemed an essential service in the Yukon, but, um, but again, we, uh, you know, we work nearby a town and uh, we hire, you know, over 50% of our workforce is, is from that town. So, um, so we're, we're pretty conscious of, uh, of, you know, the risks involved, right. And, in, um, in, in bringing people, you know, through town and, uh, yeah. and, and having people work with locals. So, um, so yeah, we've got to be obviously very, uh, very cautious okay. um, with how we proceed. So we're just basically waiting to see how, the next kind of month or two plays out so normally we'd be starting up kind of in early june um but this year it might be a bit later start okay so you get two and a half million bucks you're gonna gonna need to raise or you want to go and raise a, a big chunk of change five to ten for next year i'd say that's yeah safe to say yeah yeah sure. okay Un understood um and the the plan with that that'll take you through for what the next 18 months when you raise that, is that the? I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying yeah. to get a sense uh, it of. Yeah, depends really what we do. To help me understand what you want to do. If you were able to raise the money you need, what would you want to do? And that takes you to what point? And then what do you do when you reach that point? Is that the point at which you say, right, strategic, come in, well, actually, or we'll sell this thing or exit? I'm trying to work out where, having spent 34 million bucks today, you're half of that in the market cap. How do you get back up to kind of? where you were and beyond and where's the monetization but come for the long-suffering shareholders and new people wanting to come in because there's some upside here if you get it right yeah and i think um you know the, the way we will get it right is we go out um say we spend say two million bucks this year that'll give us about eight to ten thousand meters of drilling that's all going to be focused on targets outside of the resource um, I think, you know, if we, if we make some nice discoveries, which I'm, which I'm confident we will, um, you know, again, we'll see, see how significant those look and, um, and how big they start building up to be. Cause again, you know, we can, we can do a lot with not much money out at, out at Clasa. It's, uh, it's only a couple hour drive from the capital city of Whitehorse, uh, fuel trucks come right out to site, uh, for, all in exploration costs per meter were the lowest in northern Canada, so it's um, it's uh, we can get a lot a lot of bang for our buck out there. So again, we'll see what comes out of the uh, out of the drilling this year, and um, see if we can start you know again identifying that you know that next million million and a half ounces, and um, I think that's going to be you know I think when the market sees that okay this company. It's got a you know fifteen to twenty million dollar market cap, but they're on their way to, to three million ounces, you know, road accessible high grade ounces. I think that's going to wake some people up. So, so that's the big hope for us right now, and okay. uh, and I think it's uh, I think it's doable. Okay, so this year's about drilling. That's those are the types of stories that we're looking forward to from you, and hopefully make. Well, you hit the grays and you make a discovery, it'd be great. But um, as long as you keep growing that resource out, you'll be happy. 
For sure. Yeah. When we start kind of hitting that, uh, you know, and again, what's that critical mass? Two, two and a half, three. I think um, at those grades, I think um, I think you're going to see the you know the big guys are really going to start looking into this, and um, and then you know investors will will hopefully do quite well, right? Because again, um, you know these types of deposits they're 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 hard to come by, especially when you throw in the road accessible and and uh, and uh, uh, you know safe jurisdiction nature of the of the, of the location. It's, uh, they're hard to find. Okay. Well, look, Matt, th thanks very much for running through the story with us. I mean, I, I'm always fascinated to meet new management teams, get an idea of what they're like, what their plans are, and, you know, and get them to explain how they're going to deliver those plans. Um, you must talk more to the market because when we're, you know, when we're researching, there's not a lot of chat about you in the, in the chat rooms. And, you know, there's something that I think people want more information, something to talk about. Right. So, like, I um, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Lovely story. Thank you, Matt. Call us. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.